0: While You Were Folding, episode 52, A Mother's Rule of Life, Person. Hi, I'm Catherine Boucher, and you're listening to While You Were Folding. This show is my weekly excuse to talk about my favorite things and my real and perfect life. I've been a wife for 11 years and a mother for nine. won't pretend to be an expert. I will talk about the ups and downs, ask a whole bunch of questions, invite you into the conversation, and encourage you to share what you heard while you were folding. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Merciful Father, thank you so much for the gift of this time to sit down and gather my thoughts and to draw closer to you and find out how you want me to take care of myself, my person. Please help all of us to prioritize our relationship with you first, and to make sure that we're prioritizing ourselves, our health and mind, body, and soul. Please bless this conversation and open our eyes to the ways that we can take better care of ourselves, with true self-care. And we ask these things through your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hello. Um, Before I jump in, I just wanted to quickly touch on, if you have no idea what we're talking about here with A Mother's Rule of Life, start back with episode 50, where we started our deep dive on Holly Pierlow's book, A Mother's Rule of Life. This is our third episode in the series, and I'm talking about the second P. There are five P's in a mother's rule of life. Last week, we did the first one, which was prayer, talking about how to develop a basic prayer life, if you don't have one already. And this week, we're talking about the second P, person. So before we jump in on person, I wanted to just check in. See how your reflection questions went. Hope you've been praying about what kinds of basic prayer practices and things um, you might want to start to do and pockets of time that might be available to you to connect with God. And just an encouragement to get creative, resist the temptation to compare your prayer life with the awesome mom next door with whatever she's doing, and just focus on you and where you are right now and what God is asking of you. So look at your schedule, look at where you are in life, enlist your husband's help, and just get started. And I'm recording this episode ahead of time, so I have not had your feedback yet from my last episode, but I hope to share it next time. And I have a whole lot of thoughts on the topic of person. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. So again, we're talking about Holly Pierlow's book, A Mother's Rule of Life, How to Bring Order to Your Home and Peace to Your Soul. And the five P's in order of importance are prayer, person, partner, parent, and provider. And last time, episode 51, we talked about prayer. And this time we're going to talk about person. So all we're talking about today is taking care of ourselves, our minds, our bodies, and our souls. And that does not make us selfish. We're not talking about navel gazing, just learning about ourselves to learn about ourselves. It's trying to figure out how we can get closer to God through the gift of the life that he's given us. And a quote from the book, this is on page 53, Holly Pierlow writes, He wants us to be holy, happy, and healthy. And in order to be so, we need to know ourselves, our good points and our bad points, our strengths and our, our talents and our strengths, our weaknesses and our failings. When we truly know ourselves, when we see ourselves with God's eyes, we can become what God intends us to be. And living in conformity with God's intent is the truest path to personal health. That last sentence is key. And living in conformity with God's intent is the truest path to personal health. So we're talking about how to be healthy, and all of the different ways that contribute to health, and if I'm honest, I did not take this seriously until I was pregnant with Dorothy. That's um, our three-year-old. And I realized I needed to make some major changes to take better care of myself. So that was back in 2016. I called my six-week postpartum visit my second new year. And that began what I called the year of me. And it meant that I had A real prayer life. I had better nutrition. I was exercising. I made rest a priority. I started to figure out how to be more intentional about friendships and also some hobbies. And that's where the whole idea for this podcast began. And all of those things made such a difference in my quality of life in so many different ways. And I think in the beginning I thought oh this is selfish this is this is me taking time to do all these things that are taking away from my family and I had no idea how me taking the time to do all of those things Was going to ultimately bless my family and have a ripple effect. And I think it encouraged my husband to start doing so many of the same things to improve his own prayer life and to get more serious about nutrition and exercise and figuring out his hobbies. And he has been doing all of these different awesome things. And so It's been really fun to see the ripple effect in our family. And now exercise for both of us is totally normalized in our kids' eyes. They see us both as strong, active people, and they just know that mom has quiet prayer time in the morning, and dad is going to take care of them until mom is done with that. And it's just all become our new normal. And I, I just want to encourage all of you, especially young moms who believe that lie, that it's selfish to take care of yourself, that it's not, that your family needs you to be healthy and to take care of yourself in order to be the best wife and mom that you can be. Because the goal of all of this, the goal of talking about the second P person, it's all about integration. Integration and Christian freedom because sin disintegrates us. It takes away the unity that we otherwise were given by God. Sin scatters. It pulls us apart. We have complete disintegration when we are in patterns of sin. So if we start to recognize that our spiritual health affects our physical health, if we go to confession on a regular basis and we have a really formal program of study, now I don't mean uber serious academic, but that we're more diligent about finding out about our faith and learning about our own personality and where, this is getting back to last episode where I talked about my under construction list, those habits and patterns of sin that I see myself falling into, starting to learn more about them and also What our faith teaches us, looking through the catechism, looking through sacred scripture, finding out if I have a particular sin that I'm struggling with, how I can start to fight against it. And there's a great quote in the book. Uh, Holly talks about this professor she had, Father Tom Daly. He says, freedom is taking responsibility for who you are to become. Freedom is taking responsibility for who you are to become. So if I'm serious about who I am to become as a wife and mother, then I need to be responsible. I need to make sure that I am serious about taking on my physical health so that I can also be spiritually healthy. And... I cannot, this is essential. I talked about this at the end of last episode. I cannot overlook the importance of my emotional and psychological health. It's essential to the fulfillment of my vocation as a wife and mother. And I, I said these things last week, and I'm going to repeat them because it's so essential. God is the divine physician. And yes, there is a, there's such a thing as purifying pain. But there's also just pain that needs healing. And there's a great quote in the book Purifying pain brings with it the grace to accept it and to give oneself trustingly, offering oneself to the Father with Jesus. Pain in need of healing brings despair and discouragement. So if you're struggling with healing, with needing healing, and you're in despair and you're feeling discouraged, that might be a sign that. This is something that God wants to heal you of. And you may need to see a counselor to work through it. You may need to see a medical doctor, or it's something that you might need to bring to a priest. In the spiritual realm, we have the unbound ministry. We have priests that are trained in helping people pastorally, going through things like healing of memories and just working through things. But keep in mind that our priests, as good and wonderful as they are, are not trained counselors, that we have awesome Catholic counselors that are there to provide those services for us. And for me, spiritual direction has been, it's not counseling. It's completely different, but spiritual direction has been really helpful because month after month, I have the same priest that's hearing my confessions and we're talking through my spiritual life. And he is an outside third party objective person who can give me through the lens of faith, the perspective on what's going on in my day-to-day life and what kinds of patterns he's starting to see in my behavior and where I am this month compared to last month. And oftentimes he sees the growth that I would not otherwise recognize because I'm too close. (laughs) I'm too close to the situation. So that's been a huge spiritual benefit for me. And when it comes to Figuring out, okay, big picture, I'm talking about person, how to get healthy in body, mind, and spirit. This is where you start to create in a mother's rule of life, your family schedule. And I'll link to what I came up with for our family schedule in the show notes. And again, <laughs> this is my family We've got five young kids. This is what's working for us. You might look at it and think it's crazy, or you might look at it and think, well, that looks really easy. I don't know, but I'm sharing it because maybe it's helpful just to see what another family is doing. But to get to a place where I was able to come up with the schedule, I went through this list of things that Holly goes through and to come up with your daily routine, you go through all these different categories, and I'll quickly go through the categories. She talks about rest, and that includes not only sleeping overnight, but nap time, hygiene, grooming, nutrition, so that's meal preparation, meal planning, meal cleanup, exercise, socializing, hobbies, recreation, work, and then you also will have different weekly or monthly routines revolving around those things. So again, I'll link to all of that in the show notes. Um so I'm just scrolling through my stuff here. In terms of weekly routines and monthly routines, things that I came up with that fell into those categories f- were my exercise regimen cuz I do different things on different days because if I have a variety, I'm more likely to stick with it than if I do something the same thing every day. And research shows that if you do more of a variety of things, then it has better benefits for your body. Um, And then once a week, I have a babysitter that comes over and gives me a couple hours time to get out of the house. And that is typically when I do some work on the podcast And I try not to, but every now and then, like maybe once a month, if I have some errands that I wasn't able to do other times during the week, then I'll do that. Or I will just read for fun. And that's how I spend that time. And Philip and I have talked about the idea of a Saturday Sabbath. And it usually works out to be like every other Saturday morning for a couple of hours in the early morning, because Philip working full time, he's happy to be at home on Saturday mornings, hanging out with the kids, either at the house or going somewhere. And I typically by Saturday morning, am happy to have a little bit of time out of the house. So it works out nicely for everyone because then the kids get to have some fun connection time with dad. And then Philip and I try to do an at-home date night on weeks that we don't have a date out of the house. Um, And then I put down my podcast routine. I try to do preparation show notes on Sunday nights, record on Mondays, and then edit on Tuesdays. And then with my friendships, I've been trying to get into routines of seeing friends at set times and I know for some of you you think that that sounds so ridiculous and maybe you prefer to get together spontaneously whenever it works for your schedule. For me at least in this stage of life, I've found that it works to have a standing date with friends. And so we might say, "Okay, we're going to get together one Saturday morning a month for an hour and a half over coffee at this cafe," and that's what we do. And I've been doing this with some friends and it's worked out great. So I wrote down those things for my friend routine. Um, and then for my monthly routine, that includes things like, uh, family confession. And then we try to do at least a monthly date night out. And then we're making it a goal to host friends for dinner or go out with friends at least once a month. So That's what I have on there. Um, A couple of general things to try and help you to avoid discouragement. I'm going to say this every episode in this series, I'm sure, that tending the garden, the ongoing work, the continual revising of the schedule, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or your family. It's just really important to figure out what's working right now and embrace that you're able to figure out what's working right now. And that's it. And it's probably not going to work next month. And I know that that can feel really discouraging, but that's part of tending the garden, especially if you're in a season with a lot of little people. And I am. I was right there with you. I'm still right there with you with all the little people. I understand how frustrating it can be when you feel like you've finally figured out something and things are working really well and then something changes and you have to rework it. I feel like that's where the creativity and the endless opportunities for sanctification truly come in with this vocation. So you're going to change, your kids are going to change, and it's up to us to stretch and to adjust with them. And when we resist the tending of the garden, things get out of hand and we get back into that boom and bust thing where we go hardcore and then we get discouraged and then we just bust and we fall to pieces. So when it comes to all these different things, be honest, be realistic and be willing to tend the garden, be willing to adjust. So I came up with a list of questions that I want you to think about for next time with all of those different categories that Holly listed on this chapter. And I think that they're going to help you to come up with your own routine that incorporates all of these different categories. So starting with sleep How many hours of sleep do I really need to be at my best? And then once you figure that out, and you're really honest about it, (laughs) what's my new bedtime based on that number? Are naps a good idea for me? For some people, if you take a nap, it's really recharging. Other people, it makes you feel more tired than you were when you laid down. So Sleep, think about that. And all these questions, they're going to be in your show notes, so you don't need to write any of this down. I'm just going through it. Exercise Am I getting enough physical movement? Do I go outside on a regular basis? What part of my day would work for me to incorporate physical movement? That whole going outside on a regular basis, especially for me this time of year. That affects my mood so much. On the days that I get outside, I feel so much better. And then figuring out what part of day is going to work on a typical basis for me to incorporate some form of exercise, physical movement. The next category, nutrition. Am I eating in a way that helps or hurts my body? What's one change? You hear that? One change that I can implement this week. You're going to be more likely to be successful if it's one specific thing. All right. This is more of a fun one. Friendship. Do I have at least one good girlfriend? If not, how can I be that kind of friend to someone this week? I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten when it comes to friendship. If you don't have a good friend Be that friend for someone else. So think of a person in your life that you're wanting to be closer with. Maybe you really hit it off and you have great conversation every time you happen to see each other when you're passing by each other in the narthex after mass on Sunday, but you've never had a chance to really connect. Reach out to her. Give her a call. Shoot her a text message. Find out when you can get together. Practice some shabby hospitality. Don't worry about the insanity of your house because we are all tending our gardens, (laughs) our imperfect gardens, and we're all working on getting through the weeds right now as we're figuring out our mother's rule of life. But don't be afraid. You invite her over now and not when the house is perfect. Besides, no one wants to be in the perfect house because then it's really intimidating and you won't get invited over to her house. So be the kind of friend that you want to have to someone else. Reach out and figure out what kinds of connection with friends are actually recharging for me. And that's gonna look different for all of us. Some of us enjoy one-on-one, other people enjoy having a group. Some people think that my crazy schedule is way too formal. Other people like spontaneity. So figure out what kind of connection, what kind of time with a friend is recharging And what works for this season of life that you have right now? What's realistic for when you can get together with people? Maybe you have kids that are still napping in the morning and the afternoon and you feel like you have to be at home all the time. Maybe your friend can come to you or maybe no one wants to be at home and both of you want to get out of the house. Go walk around the mall. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) So be creative. Be thinking about that this week. Uh, hobbies. When was the last time you did something that you love? And I've talked about it before on the podcast. Gretchen Rubin talks about it all the time on her podcast, Happier with Gretchen Rubin. She says, think about what you love to do when you were nine years old. And that's what you should be doing. If you don't remember what your hobbies are, when someone asks you, asks you, what's your hobby? And you don't know, think about what you did when you were nine, and chances are you're gonna love doing that thing. For me, it was writing. And I do that every week when I come up with my show notes and come down here and sit down and talk into the microphone. That's my creative thing. So think about what fuels you and what you would enjoy. And maybe you need to gather some materials to do that thing, put it on your calendar. Create a time to go get whatever the thing is. If it's inexpensive and works in your family's budget, figure it out. Or talk with your husband about how to support each other and how you can get back to doing the things that fuel you. And the last category, work. How is my work schedule working with my family's schedule? Do I need to make any adjustments if I can? And do I need to take on a job to help supplement the family income? How can we make that work? Are there any ways that I need to ask my husband to help rework responsibilities around the home so that things are in better balance? So those are the main categories. Sleep, exercise, nutrition, friendship, hobbies, and work. So, for next time, I'm going to be moving on to the third P from A Mother's Rule of Life, and that is partner. So, we're talking about marriage. And um, I'll be recording that episode with my husband, Philip, just talking through what the book had to say about marriage, what we've learned, what we're still figuring out. This May, we will have been married for 12 years. So, we're still babies. (laughs) We're still figuring it all out. But um, yeah, just sharing where we are right now. But I want to hear your feedback. Hopefully this episode resonated with you. And if you're struggling to prioritize yourself, I know I was not doing a great job at that up until a couple years ago. And I hope this just encourages you to really take some time to figure out how you can make yourself a bigger priority so that you can be an even better wife and mother so get in touch you can email me at podcast at Boucher.com or find me on facebook or instagram or my favorite you can send me a voicemail on voxer that's that walkie talkie app just search for Catherine boucher keep sharing the show with your friends and i look forward to hearing from you until next time don't be afraid to begin again and share what you heard while you were folding.